Hello, welcome to Whose Side Is It Anyway? Your favourite <laughs> debate-solving podcast. <laughs> Dave's trying to play it. Is he? Yeah. It's okay, oh. carry on. Have you ruined my intro? <laughs> no, go on, I like no, it. <laughs> yeah, so, welcome. I'm your host, Toby, and on here, as always, with Tom and Dave. Woo-woo! Yeah, yep. Yep. Um... Let's go Isn't straight it? into the first one, shall it's we? It's crazy to think we were on the FM waves once, Dave, and now we're now we're on the Facebooks. Yeah. The Facebook M waves. <laughs> Facebook modulation. The the Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> waves. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty amazing. Okay. Okay, so the first topic is uh where is it? Where is it? Uh there it is. It is okay to use your phone to fact check during a conversation and I'm going to give Ooh. Dave the pro so Dave your three minutes start now why do you think we spend all this money on phones why do you think people spend so much time editing Wikipedia articles why do you think people are, are so you know internet is so ready, readily available it's because we want this information fast and we want to use it when we have to use it the perfect time to use it is when you're chatting with someone and you think, oh, I wonder, you know, what, whatever that is, blah, blah, blah. And you think, you know what? I've spent all this money. People have put time into building Wikipedia. I'm just going to spend three seconds Googling and it will come up. The reason why people spend so much money on phones and readily available high-speed internet is not to do with accuracy. It's to do with human connection. It's to do with socialising. If you're in a conversation and you're trying to build a relationship with somebody, the absolute worst thing that you can do is to start interacting not with that person but with a machine instead. A machine that won't love you whether you're right or wrong anyway. So you might as well have a slightly less correct conversation with that person and actually build personal emotions. It doesn't matter the exact precision of like, I don't know, a distance that you're talking about or a date that you're talking about. Each person can get along the conversation just fine. There's there's no use for it. It's, it pauses the flow of you building a bond with a human being. No, like, it's not as if the phone is coming into the conversation. I'm not saying you should open up Siri and have a chat and all that. I'm just saying... <laughs> no, the phone is not... The phone ends the conversation. The other person's like, oh, great, now I'm staring at the back of somebody's Samsung Galaxy S2. No, you S2. bring it in. You're having a chat and you're like, I don't know if Frank Sinatra's still alive. Is he? Is he got something coming up? And then you do a quick Google <laughs> and before you know it, you find I out I don't know he's... if Jimmy Hendrix's 40th birthday was recently. <laughs> Let me Google that. <laughs> no, there is... Elvis. There is... <laughs> yeah, there is no, there is no conversation that you cannot carry on with without certain facts. But it's like the elephant in the room because the information is there in your pocket, and you're like, no, the elephant in the room is like, damn, this guy's talking to Siri and not me. Like, no, you're not talking to Siri. Not you're mate? having a chat about Frank Sinatra. You want to know if he's got a new album coming out? And none of <laughs> he's you definitely know... got a new album coming out. It's Christmas. They get re-released <laughs> every November, and they're exactly the same. They just do like slightly different graphic design. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're, ha- you're having the chat and you don't know whether he's still alive. And it's like you're both thinking, <laughs> I can Google this and we can just move on to the next stage of the conversation. But none of you are going to do it because you think no, it's too awkward. There, there is no next stage of the conversation. There is only, oh yeah, what were we talking about? Because now I've opened my phone, I'm looking at a notification from Instagram and now I'm flirting on Tinder. And, oh, come on. Oh, yeah, you... Who's Frank Sinatra? That, that, that's not what the question is. The question is if it's okay to fact check. And it is. Yeah, You've... and the problem with fact-checking is side-tracking. No, it's not. No, people, that, that really is a bad <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> it's not well, as if you're going to be effect, like, man. oh, sorry, he it's is a, dead. It's a Let gateway me just drug. check Snapchat. Yeah, you literally will, because, you know, we get so addicted to the notification buzz. 
you know just keep it in your pocket if you want to form a relationship with somebody it doesn't matter whether Sinatra is alive or dead you can bond over the not knowing you don't need everything settled all the time ah time's up gentlemen uh <laughs> okay Sinatra is dead right uh yeah yeah alright safe <laughs> uh let me fact check that quickly <laughs> I think he died in 94 yeah it was a pretty long time ago well, oh so did our lives ever overlap with his uh no maybe Oh, he died in '98. So yeah, they did. Oh, oh. good. Uh, well, obviously say? not good. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> he did not died a moment at too just soon. the right time. <laughs> yeah. So, Thorner, did you feel that quick fact check to see when he died took away the the uh, experience of talking? Then, well, there is oh. no experience because we're doing this long distance from the BBC studios. Okay. Yeah. True. Uh. Yeah, I'll give it, I'm give it to Dave again. Damn right. Yeah, so... <laughs> anyway. Damn right, You're from on the right distance. streak at the moment. Oh, yeah. sorry. Love it, Dave. Mm. I just had You're to charge my laptop. Actually, oh, now I mention that, if you have you ever listened to a BBC podcast where the people aren't in the same room? I don't uh, know. don't think so. Well, I mean, it's no secret that sometimes, you know, we have commitments and we film long distance, and we sound way better than long distance BBC podcasts. You, the person who's like doing it outside broadcast is just like <laughs> welcome to Five Live <laughs> yeah but that's in a football stadium <laughs> yeah okay Five Live was a bad example I don't know like four music six music or whatever it what is. are you talking about <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know what you're on about um, no surely you say- wouldn't know anyway because it would sound like they're in the thing anyway no, but that's my point. It doesn't, so they have to address why one of them sounds bad. What podcasts are these that you listen to then? Oh, you know, just various BBC bits and bobs. Like no, what? I don't. When you have as much free time as I do, you've got to fill it somehow. Yeah, but give us an example. <laughs> no. Um, okay, Simon Mayo's Confessions. Oh, you listen that? to that? No, I don't. <laughs> it's just an example. That's the absolute worst thing on the, on the radio. <laughs> Is that worse than us? Yeah. <laughs> What's it about? I've never heard of it. It's, um, I don't really know. Oh. I, I heard it on Drive Time once. It's like people write in to confess. And I think he, well, obviously he reads them out, but I don't really understand why they get such mileage out of it. Mm. And these confessions are quite safe for family, so it's not like someone's killed someone. Well, well obviously. Obviously, they're not like <laughs> someone broke someone's That's what we go to work. church for. <laughs> like in a court case they wheel in a TV to play the, it back and like this was your fatal yeah, mistake okay. otherwise you Simon you could May send this in to Simon May be in the courtroom every two hours <laughs> as a witness <laughs> testifying mm. <laughs> besides that example they're bound to be in the same studio because it's just Simon May really oh man I don't know how you can't use your imagination about any podcast that might have two people speaking on it <laughs> I did listen to The Infinite Monkey Cage. Have you heard that? Yeah, I used to listen to that. Mm. Yeah. And occasionally they'll do like a live episode from like, I don't know, MIT or somewhere. Oh, what, like in front of an audience? Yeah, and it sounds terrible. But mm. I don't know why, like, whenever they do anything outside of the studio or a studio, it just has to sound like absolute rubbish. Mm. Yeah, it's disappointing, isn't it? I mm. saw a talk by what's the is it, it's like Robin something that's on it isn't it Robin Entz 
yeah I saw he did a talk at Glastow like it was like Sunday morning and I was like I'm never gonna make that but I did and it was pretty good there was quite a big crowd there and he was really funny what was it about um it was just like popular science stuff but obviously like he's the funny side rather than the smart side Mm. he was saying about um like uh on the brexit night apparently he was with brian cox and he did his like flawless brian cox impersonation of like no i've seen all the statistics and we're definitely not going to leave the eu and you know obviously the punchline there was that we did Mm. it was quite funny but brian cox (laughs) wasn't there no Uh. Oh well, I imagine that was quite cool. Uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. We never added anything onto the original debate, so did you want to do that still, or not? Oh yeah, what were we talking about? I was just—it was about fact checking. I was going to say. Oh yeah. <laughs> I reckon it's pretty rude. I reckon it's all right if you're in general conversation, but if you're having like an argument, mm-hmm. I reckon it's a bit rude. Oh no, I yeah. was—I was thinking an argument probably validates it even more. But then you get no. that awkward moment where you know you can fact check it and neither of you are if you're having an right. argument whether Frank Sinatra is still alive you have to fact check it <laughs> I know yeah can you imagine people not fact checking that yeah like, it's just well, like you like lose friendships falling out with people let's agree he's alive I didn't mean I didn't really mean like that to be honest I meant like an argument where you might bring up a stat and you'd look up the stat Right. I didn't mean fact-checking the entire thing that you're talking about. Mm. You can that... generally find stats from, like, spun against most angles, though, can't you? Uh, I don't know, probably, yeah. But I wouldn't I wouldn't think you'd look, you'd look that up. I think that's a bit weird. Yeah. That's, that's like, where you get into, like, an actual debate, like, mm. a rebuttal and research. And who, who wants to do that? Who wants to get yeah, into a debate? Yeah, debates are stupid. Yeah. Why don't we just fight? whose fight is it anyway yeah shall Uh, we do an ad I was about to say that yeah Mm. does somebody want to want to take the ad this week Uh, Toby you can do it okay so if you've got any other debate ideas that you'd like to send us if you think ours are crap and you think you can do better uh, do send them in on the Facebook page or however you would like to contact us I'm sure we're all on Twitter and everything Drop like that. You probably know us so you outside can the studio. Yeah. And if you haven't liked the page and you're a listener, give it a like and also recommend it to every living person that you encounter that you might speak to, even if you don't know them. <laughs> the clerk in uh, in Poundland. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, make sure you tell as many people as you can about the podcast. Uh, that would be safe. As I'm sure you're all doing anyway, but you know, just keep mm. it up. I think we've had like 43 likes for like five episodes now. Yeah. Mm. Well, we had a spike last week though, didn't we? Or whenever it was. Did we? That's because you've got one more listener and it just like... Yeah, once we get one listener, our our graph is like going nuts (laughs) over it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like an infinite increase. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, uh, what's up next? Okay, uh, so now now I've given you enough time to tell all your friends Mm. and your family... Let's do another debate. And that is that everyone should write an autobiography. And uh, Tom is having the pro for that one. <laughs> so, three minutes start now. 
okay, you know what's useful, what you, what benefit you get from reading an autobiography. It's not like which famous people have I slept with. It's what life lessons can I bestow upon you? What mistakes have I made? What have I learned? And you do not need to have like some sort of fake TV media career to have an autobiography that can give the reader that lesson. Bob down the road could give me some good life lessons in black and white from his life in an autobiography. It would be so valuable. The 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 glitz and the glam and how many Twitter followers you have doesn't doesn't induce an interesting autobiography or a meaningful autobiography. Anybody should write one. Bob down the road didn't give a damn about investing in his pension. He didn't care about going back to school and getting an education. It doesn't sound like the kind of guy who's going to write a book that I want to read. You don't want to be... Well, negative role models are still role models. Mm, No, because even if he writes the autobiography, you assume that it's going to be the best wisdom he can uh, give you, (laughs) and it's going Mm -hmm. to be presented in a very easy-to-read way. It's not. It's Mm. going to be an absolute load of you know rubbish like anecdotes of people that he like fought like in a pub and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not it's not gonna be like i don't know the all the Dalai scraps Lama. you got into in the back room of eight bells <laughs> you don't want to be reading call the waverly the eight bells no you, the thing is even though he didn't invest in his pension you do want to read his autobiography because then you can be like oh i should invest in my pension anybody's is valuable you just have to perform your own analysis on like okay so he's not the best at using his literature language but what can i derive from it in my own life but you're assuming that he's some kind of wise guy that is like gonna be able to be humble about his mistakes he's not he's gonna be like just a complete like idiot about it and be like oh i don't care about pensions anyway don't matter (laughs) yeah and i can i can i can use my own brain to look at that and think is that how i want to represent myself when i write my mandatory autobiography (laughs) in 20 years time but the reason you read an autobiography now is because probably you like something that that person has done and you want to find out down the road is a legend what's bob from down the road done (laughs) i don't know well, <laughs> you can find out in his mandatory autobiography. Yeah. <laughs> no, everybody should have one. It's it's a process of self-reflection on your life and what lessons you can give the next generation. That's all very well, but you can, if you want to do that, you can. Everyone doing it is just going to flood the market with this, like... Think about all the, like, Bob from down the roads that are writing them yeah but also the people who died too young whose autobiographies would have been brilliant if Who's it was gonna mandatory read? that you do one by like 30 we'd have so many good like in your de- definition of good autobiographies that we don't have who on mandatory. earth is reading bob's autobiography you can't even be bothered to read like uh, i don't know john lennon's <laughs> time's up i doubt he had one <laughs> yeah well he would have done if it was mandatory yeah. Uh, Although, what would he have done? He's getting shot and he's like, one sec, mate. <laughs> i got to write this book. <laughs> got to strike this publishing deal. We're making jokes about the untimely death of one of the greatest singer-songwriters the world has ever known. What is that? What the subtitle would be? Uh, My Struggle. Yeah. No, it'd definitely be called, like, Imagine. <laughs> Co-written by Yoko Ono. Yeah, no, there's a conspiracy. And then you open it up and it just shouts at you. <laughs> don't inher- worry, don't worry, me. don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, uh, I'm going to give 
funny enough, I'm going to give Dave that again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're getting steamrolled at the moment, <laughs> Tom. Tom. Uh, although I would say, as long as it would only ever be like, if everyone's autobiography was only like 40 pages, it'd be less of a less of an issue. Mm. If it was like Even a 400-page book for every single person, nobody's going to read that, are they? Yeah. What if it was just like a custom that at your own funeral you prepared like a single page of words to be read out? Hmm. Then if you have any wisdom or stories you can say it. Maybe. People people are like slowly amassing an autobiography on social media anyway if you like look back. Yeah. Are they? I can't imagine people going through my Facebook at my funeral and going... Oh yeah, he got really annoyed that one time that Arsenal lost to Spurs in 2010. <laughs> yeah, but I'm wasn't that a good day? <laughs> include that in their autobiographies. The yeah. reason I thought of this is because I saw your video, um, and I was like, it's it's really good for that kind of thing, like looking back and mm. having good memories. What video? This is Toby's Thailand video. No, Thornton, your one from oh. uh, Oslo. Was oh it? right. Oh yeah, some of them. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's nice to have like it documented. Mm. I think it's a very good use of the technology we have. Are you saying that mine wasn't very good? Yeah, actually, I think that's a diss. Oh, uh, so actually, well, no, I do want to point this week. But I'm I'm saying I saw Thornton's this evening, <clears throat> and that's what made me think of the. Oh debate. right, yeah, uh, I see. Oh well, if the question is, should I write a autobiography that goes in the same category as Bob down the road <laughs> well it depends how well you know Bob the... well no I mean mine is would be as interesting as Bob's is what well I not mean. to me because I'd be in it yeah I suppose you would so I can hear all <laughs> the juicy stories that you have to say <laughs> you're part of all the juicy stories mm, some of them well, uh, who, who would... uh, who's who does it benefit if everyone had if everyone wrote one, I think it's that like self-reflection and yeah, that's mm. what I'm thinking as well because nobody's going to read it. It's like introspection, isn't it? It's and like... I think your family would like. It. Imagine if like every ancestor you ever had had a short autobiography. Yeah, that would be sick. That would you be could, cool. Like, walk into a whole library and like flick through anybody. Yeah, it'd be fascinating. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, leave a comment with whose autobiography you'd like to read, and. Leave a while well react on the episode. Mm. Yes, please. Yep. Leave a like, all that good stuff. <sighs> and we'll see you in the very near future. Yes, we will. We'll see you then. Bye bye.